Good afternoon, everybody. This is Phenomenally Purposeful You. This is your girl Empress here. And today is February 28th, 2021, Sunday afternoon, 723 Eastern Standard Time. How have you guys been? I hope you have been doing well. If you are new to this podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you are not new and you've been supporting me from the beginning, thank you so much for listening and just, you know, being here and enjoying the content that I share. If you're new to this podcast, um, this is a podcast where you would feel uplifted, get a word, um, some laughs you may get as well, and just downright awesome conversation that I have about different topics that the Lord places on my heart or that's something I feel like I should be talking about. So um, I already talked to my friend about this. Um, Shout out to Raquel for this awesome topic that um, she actually asked me in a conversation and shared a video with me um, about timing and millennials and how we feel about not having enough time to really go after our dreams or pursue our dreams or to do the steps that it takes for us to get to do our dreams. So I tend to talk fast, so I'll try to slow down because I don't plan on doing a long episode. Most of my episodes take about 20 minutes or less, sometimes 25. So this one might take 20 minutes. This one might not. I don't know. So we'll just begin here. Let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever, let's say you're in your mid-20s or young 20s or even if you're in your 30s and let's say you're still not in your career. Let's say you've been in a a job that, just a dead-end job that you know that is not fulfilling your purpose, that you know that you have a greater purpose or a greater drive to go after something better, but maybe you have kids or you know, you just you don't have the finances to pursue your dreams or something like that. Or maybe you're fresh out of college and you're just trying to get your feet wet into a career. And you're you want to be your own boss, but you got to work your way up to get the money to, you know, get the money to do what you need to do to become your own boss. So you work in a nine to five or a 12 to 12. If you're a nurse or something like that and you're struggling you're struggling because you feel like what you deserve is not happening. So in the video, um, I'll put the the video description. Um, if I can remember, I'll put the description in the description box. And so my friend Raquel, shout out to Raquel, she, excuse me, presented an idea to me or a conversational tool to me. And I told her last night, I said, yo, I I really think I'm going to use this topic on my podcast because I think a lot of us, as I can see, my viewers are around the millennial age. um, We struggle with entitlement. And so she asked me what was my view on the video. Now, the video was on Steve Harvey's TV show, and it was a bunch of millennials that work for an agency and they're saying we love our job but how do we go after our dreams 
you know, and get what we deserve. So Steve Harvey had said something and I don't want to spoil the video for those that are going to go watch it, but basically he hit the nail on the head in the video and I had a conversation with my friend Raquel and I said to her and my best friend and I and I said to her I said you know he makes a good point because there's a lot of people and this is what I was saying to my friend and this is the statement that I made we want to we want the destination we don't want to go through the journey that's not my exact quote but that's basically what I said to my friend. I said, we want to get, we want to be at the destination, but we don't want to go through the journey it takes for us to get to that destination. And so let me break that down for you. For instance, a girl want to say she want to get married, right? She say, I want to get married. I want to have a nice husband, a big family, all of these things. But she's not taking the steps it takes to be a wife. See, a lot of us ask and pray for God to put things in our life, right? God, I want a house. God, I want a husband. God, I want a wife. God, I want children. God, I want this. God, I want that. God's not a genie, right? And so there's things that we are praying for. But we're not asking God to point us in the right direction or allow us to grow and to move and to be molded into what we're asking God for. We're not asking God to prepare us for those things. Me personally, I started changing my perspective and I started asking God, you know, God, I'm praying for you to bless me with a great man to be my husband. So God, I ask you to prepare me to be a good wife to my husband. I ask you to prepare me to be a great mom to my children, a great daughter-in-law to my in-laws, a great sister-in-law, a great friend, a great this and that. I ask God to prepare me for those things, right? So I mentioned this. I used my best friend as an example. Hi, best friend. Um, I use her as an example. We had a conversation many, 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 many months ago about the similar topic, how You feel like you're going in the same circle over and over and over again. You're going through the same stuff over and over and over and over again, right? And you, you, you swear you, you learned the lesson. You're like, I learned the lesson. God tried to teach me. I don't got it. And then you realize you spent another three to four years with a different person or a different situation, but you're going through the same cycle. And then you wonder why you're going through the same cycle, right? So at the time, I talked to my best friend about how when the Israelites got freed from Pharaoh and how God was supposed to, God was trying to bring them to the promised land and how the Israelites couldn't wait on God. They wanted to do it their way. They extended themselves in the promised land. I mean, from the promised land. They wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Right? When all they had to do 
which just obey God, stand firm on his promises, stand firm on his word. Know that he will never lead you far away. He will never stray you. He will direct every path if you let him. But because the Israelites thought it was their way, they knew how to get there. They had the directions. They knew what they needed to do to get there. And that's why they wandered for 40 years. Now, how does this tie into the getting to the direction, getting to the destination, right? It's all going to make sense, I promise. It's all going to make sense. So, I don't know about you, but I don't want to wander for 40 years of my life. Because each life, each day on this earth is not promised to us, right? Do you want to wander 40 years? I don't think so. I don't want to go through the same situations, the same journey, the same thing over and over and over and wonder why I'm still stuck five years later than I was five years ago. Where I was five years ago, I don't want to, I'm not the same person I was five years ago. There's stuff I had to go through and learn from to prepare me for where I'm at right now. The journey that we take to get to a part of our next chapter, we need that journey. We need those lessons to learn from. But when you don't learn from the lesson, you're going to continue to wander and go through looking for the answers when God's already giving you the direction you need to take. See, a lot of us, God will say, turn right, right? But because it doesn't look like what we think it should look like, we go left instead. We're like, nah, we're going to go left. There's a shortcut somewhere. Oh, this looks like it's the right way. And God's like, but I'm telling you to turn right. And we're like, nah, 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 God. That don't look like what I, what, what I want. So I'm going to go left, right? I'm going to go left because it looks better. It looks shinier. It looks more. It looks like it's straight ahead. There's no ups and downs and rounds and rounds. And you go left. <laughs> you go left and then you realize I should have went right. And you're more and you now you're more lost than you were before when the Lord told you to go right. So the Israelites should have just went right. But instead of they went left and wandered for 40 years. Now, I grew up in church, right? And they talk about how God had a sense of humor. I'm pretty sure the Lord was looking at them and laughing like, all you had to do was turn right. All you had to do was be patient with me. All you had to do was just just one more day. But no. Now, a lot of you might be like, well, why did God do that? He could have just directed them the right way. No, God gives us free will. God gives us choices. And it's up to us to be wise and to have discernment enough to know which way we're supposed to go. If God tells you go left and you decide to go right, you want God to save you from 
what you thought was right. Not saying God won't do it. Not saying God couldn't do it. But God gave you choice. God is not the God that's going to try to control you. He allows you to do the decisions and make decisions for what you think is best. But he also wants you to lean on him for guidance. He already knows what direction you're going to take. But life is a test in the journey that we take. Some of y'all have been in a place for years and years and years and wonder why you're still going through the same stuff you was going through when you were 16. Some of you might be 30 years old right now, still going through the same crap you were going through when you were 21. Let's apply this to dating, right? Let's say you dated a guy named Sean when you were 21. Now you're 31 dating Dave, and Dave is the same exact person as Sean, and you're still wondering why you're going through the same thing. Because you didn't learn what you needed to learn with Sean. So now you're dating Dave, and Dave and Sean look completely different. But their mechanisms and behaviors are the same. Then you're wondering why you're going through what you're going through with Dave. The same garbage you went through with Dave, you you went through with Sean. And now you realize, I didn't learn my lesson when I was with Sean, and that's why I'm going through what I'm going through with Dave. Or Heather, or Sarah, or Jayla, or Amanda. We, life teaches us lessons, right? Each person on this life has their own life pattern written out. God already designed our lives to be a certain way. But it's up to us to walk through the life journey and have wisdom on the decisions that we need to make. But we are so focused on the destination that we miss the blessing of the journey. See, God doesn't want us to wander aimlessly, lost, confused, for years. He doesn't want us to do that. Do you think that when we go through certain things over and over and over again, God is happy about that? God isn't happy about us going through anything that doesn't help us, that hurts us. And sometimes we ourselves put ourselves in situations repeatedly thinking there's a different outcome. Einstein said it. That is... insanity the idea of having going through the same thing and expecting a different result that's insanity that's what Einstein says it's like reading a book I said this to my best friend last night it's like reading a book you know the outcome of a book once you read it one time let's say you read your favorite book 
two to three times. Second time, third time, right? The outcome of the book is still going to be the same. The outcome of your favorite movie is still going to be the same. You might catch something that you missed the first time. That's like with our lessons, our life lessons, why we go through them so many times. Because there's always something we're missing from the first time. So let's say you go through something three different times. Each one of those three different, one of those times, you're picking up something that you missed the, the time before. But when you don't realize what you need to learn, you'll go through it a fourth time, a fifth time, until you get, until you get the lesson that God is trying to teach you. But I don't want to go through something. There's some things I don't want to go through again. Or I don't, I'm happy I'm not going through them again. But how many of us have gone through something for over two, five, seven, nine, and ten years and wonder why we're still in the same space and in the same place? Have you ever had been friends with somebody for some years and then you guys, you know, life gets busy, you guys fall apart and then you come back to meet them and you realize they are exactly where we were when we were 16 and there was no growth. You matured on and you're making wiser decisions and they're still speaking and doing the things that they were doing when you were in high school. And then when you look at that person, you don't look down on them, but you feel sorry for them. And then you realize why God took them out of your life. When God is trying to elevate you, you can't take everybody with you. Not everywhere that you are going to go, you're going to take everybody with you. There are some levels to where God's trying to take you that people in your life can only go so far with you. You served your purpose in their life. And you don't want to drown yourself trying to pull those people up on your level. Because you can't do it. You're hindering yourself by staying on the level that they are on. Some people are not as mature as you. Some people can't handle what God is trying to take you. And you got to be okay with leaving those people behind. That doesn't mean you don't love them any less. That doesn't mean that you don't care about them. That just means that they are, are at the level that they need to be on. And when they're ready to be elevated by God, then God will elevate them. But don't use and waste your time and diminish your level and your growth because you're trying to stay where somebody else is. When God is trying to elevate you, let yourself be elevated. Let yourself get to the next level. Going back to the topic, a lot of us don't want to go through the journey to be elevated. We just want to be elevated already. But our blessings are in the lessons that we take with us from our past to our next chapters. Our lesson is during the journey to get elevated. Some people 
want to be millionaires. I think a lot of people do, not some. A lot of people want to be millionaires, but they don't want to take the time and make the sacrifices it takes to be a millionaire. A lot of people don't want to be single and want to be in healthy relationships, but they're not taking the time that it takes for them to realize the self-evaluation piece for themselves to be healthy, to be in a healthy relationship. Oh, I'm looking for love. Oh, I'm looking for this. Look at look at yourself first. Oh, I want this. Oh, I want that. Look at yourself first. I want to be I want to be elevated at my job. I want a promotion. What are you doing to get that promotion? Do you come to work on time? Do you think a boss, do you think a manager, supervisor, director, whoever is going to give you a position of higher power with more responsibilities if you can't even handle what you have right now? If you complain about what you do and you're doing the simplest things, you think you think your boss is going to give you a raise? People get raises because they go above and beyond and do what they do plus beyond that. People get job titles changed and more responsibility because they've shown their directors, their supervisors, that they can handle a little bit more pressure. Just like a diamond in the rough. Why is a diamond so beautiful or why is it so um, so wanted because of all the pressure that is put on it? You got to allow yourself to have a little bit more pressure. Allow God to pressure you some more. Allow God to put things in your life that's going to mold you into what you want to be. You want to be this great person? Then work on your flaws and the things that you know that are not great. Treat, start treating others the way you want to be treated. Start treating yourself better. And allow God to move. Allow God to move in your life in the way that he wants you to be moved. Because God's plan is better than your own plan. We have a certain view of our life, but God sees the bigger picture. There's things, have you noticed that there's things that you wanted in your life? And God gave you what you wanted. And then you're like, man, I wish I didn't have that. I wish I didn't ask for that. But even in the midst of you going through the struggle because of something you asked for, God, you asked God for, and he gave you what you wanted. Even if it was something that hurt you or turmoiled you, put you in turmoil, he could still use that same thing to bless you. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't get that. Y'all didn't understand that. I don't think y'all got that. We'll wind that back. Have you ever asked God for something that you thought was good for you? God gave it to you. Then you wish you never had it. But in the midst of you wishing you never had it, he used that same exact thing that you said that you wanted that was bad for you to bless you. I'm going to say that one more time. Have you ever asked God the Father for something? I don't care what it is. It could have been a person, place, thing, idea. You asked God specifically for something and God gave it to you. You not knowing that that thing was going to hurt you, knowing that thing could have been the end of your life, knowing that thing, not knowing that that thing could have ruined you, ruined your family, ruined your kids, ruined the future generations. 
God knew. But because you asked for it, excuse me, he gave it to you. But in the midst of all of the turmoil that that same thing that you asked for, God used that same thing to bless you. Now you out of it a couple years later and you realize that thing was bad for me. But I'm so glad I'm not in that thing anymore because God used that same thing to bring me out and bless me. God used that same thing that was hurting my marriage to bless my marriage. God used that same thing that was hurting me psychologically to bless me psychologically. That thing that was hurting my job, God removed it out of my life. That same thing that he used that I wanted so bad, God used that same thing to bless me. God used that same thing to heal me because it brought me back to God. That's how he used that thing that will hurt you, that thing that you ask for, that thing that you begged God to give you, ignoring the red flags that that thing was going to give you, that pain, all of that stuff that you didn't have to go through, you basically asked for it. And when you thought you couldn't take it no more, God came in, swooped in and saved you from it. Now you look back five years later, six years later, 10 years later, realizing that thing could have killed me, but God turned that thing around and blessed me. Going back to the Israelites, the Israelites got to the promised land. But the ones that started out with them did not make it to the promised land. The Israelites wandered for 40 years because they didn't wait on God. How many of us tried to get to a destination because we didn't wait on God and we realized we should have just waited on God? Something I learned in church God's timing, and I say it a lot on my podcast, God's timing is better than ours. Don't rush your destination. Don't rush towards your destination. Don't rush the journey. Allow God to take you to the journey. Allow God to walk with you in your journey. Allow God to mold you in your journey, whatever the journey may be. The journey could be your singleness journey. The journey could be you're going back to school. You're starting your career. You're starting a family. You're dating. Whatever the case may be. Allow God to walk you along the journey. Don't rush it. Because the next part, there's something that God is trying to teach you when you're in this moment and you're in this journey. Don't miss the blessing of the journey trying to get to the destination. Ask God to open your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mind, and your heart during this journey that you're in. 
I don't know what journey you guys are in right now. And I don't know how many this is going to resonate with. But I know it resonated with me. It resonated with my friends. And it resonated with some other people I've spoken to about this with. We're all on a journey. We're all on different paths. Don't compare your journey to somebody else's. I said this in a previous podcast. You know, a lot of your peers could be getting married and having children and you could be desiring that same thing. But you don't know what sacrifices they have made to get to that point in their lives, to get what they want. The Bible says, ye have not because you didn't ask for not. I'm going to say it in in, um, modern terms. You don't have what you want because you didn't ask the Lord for it. And if you have asked the Lord for it, you're not preparing yourself for it. Some of us want certain things in our lives, but you're not even being a good steward of what God has already given you. Some of you are asking God for a house. You're not even being a good steward of where you're staying right now, where you lay your head at. Some of you are asking God for more money. You're not even a good steward with the money that you have right now. Like Biggie and Puff Daddy said, more money is more problems. A lot of people think money is going to fix things. Money doesn't fix things. It makes things more complicated. Continue to ask God for wisdom. You know, the older folks that um, my grandparents, uh, I'm about to say my great-grandparents, I didn't meet them, my grandparents, and even older folks, I love sitting down with older folks. And my mom says this saying, my dad and my mom both say this saying, keep living. Oh, I didn't know that. I would say, I didn't know that. And they'll say, keep living. We We learn more things as we get older. If you want to be somewhere in life, don't put a time frame on it. Just continue to pray for it. And when you're praying for the things that you want, ask God to prepare you for the things that you want in your heart, the desires that you want. It don't matter if everybody else in the world is getting what you want. And I trust me, I know how that feels. To look around and say, this person has this. This is what I want. And I've been praying for it. Like I said, you don't know what that person has done to get what they have. And I'm going to close out with this. Stop focusing on the destination. Focus on the journey. Focus on the journey. Because when you're so focused on your destination, you really miss out on the blessings of the journey. And if you're stuck going through the same thing over and over and over again, ask God, what is he trying to teach you? What is it that you need to learn? Because when you're just stuck and going through the same thing, you're just in the motion. 
And then you wonder, well, dang, I done been through this a thousand times. Why am I still going through this? Ask God, what is he trying to teach you? And ask God to open your ears and your heart to be receptive to what he's trying to teach you. Your plan for what you want and which how you life how your life will be may not be what God has for you. But be open to what God has for you. Be open to the calling that God has on your life. Be open to the things that God has had on your life. Cuz like I said before, the things that we want or what we think we want right now, God knows how that's going to affect our lives. And God may give you that. And then you realize, man, I should have not. I don't, I don't want that. But it's already too late. Because now you have it. Now you got to go backwards and ask God to remove it. And in that process of removal and of pain, that pain is still teaching you something. That pain is still teaching you something that you can pass on to somebody else. Sometimes the things that we go through isn't because of the choices we make, but it's because of somebody else's choices. Because you're going to cross paths with somebody who has a similar story as you. And your testimony of how you got out is going to help them. One conversation I had with my best friend, we were 16 years old. And she was not really um, close to God in her life. And she asked me, she said, well, if God can do all powerful things and God could stop things from happening, why did he allow certain things to happen in my life? And the first thing that I said out my mouth was, I don't know God's reasoning behind everything you've gone through, but... I do know you will cross paths with someone who has gone through something either you went through or way worse than what you went through. And your testimony of how you got out is going to help you. You don't have to look like your story. You don't have to look like what you've been through. But allow God to shape and mold you exactly how he wants you to be because each of our journeys is going to bless somebody else. Whether you're a mom or dad, grandmother, grandfather, friend, daughter, cousin, sister, brother. Whatever you are to somebody, we each have a story and our story can touch someone's lives. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you for today. I thank you for this lesson, Lord, that you brought up yesterday in my life so I can apply it today. Lord, I pray that we continue to open our eyes, our ears, our hearts, and our minds to what you have for our lives. Lord, we don't want to wander like the Israelites for 40 years trying to get to our destination. Lord, we ask that you continue to give us wisdom and discernment to make the right decisions, 
to continue the journey. Lord, we ask that you continue to walk alongside us as we go through our journey for each different chapter of our lives. And Lord, we ask that you prepare us in the journey for the next chapter of our lives. Lord, we ask that you continue to mold us, to shape us. Continue to unharden our hearts and be open to things that may not look like how we want it to look like. But Lord, we trust in you to know wholeheartedly that you would never steer us wrong. And that, Lord, you will guide our every step Lord, let us not stay in our past, but to look at our past. Look at the lessons that you are trying to teach us. Look at the past for us to be able to understand why the things that we've gone through, Lord, has brought us to this very point in our lives. Let us be able to learn from our mistakes so that we don't make them again. So that we can continue along this journey. Let us be able to have the drive that we need to be prepared for the next part of our lives. Let us continue to stay focused on the journey instead of the destination. Let us not compare ourselves to others. Lord, we ask that you continue to show us your calling for each and every one of us, each one of our plans, each one of our purposes. And Lord, we thank you for just being an awesome God, for waking us up this morning, for bringing, breathing life into us, allowing us to be able to come to a platform, allowing me, Lord, I thank you for allowing me to be your vessel to speak a word to those who may not have a place to be able to hear it. So Lord, I thank you. Lord, I ask for protection over my listeners and their families, their friends, their colleagues, and over my friends, my family, my colleagues. And Lord, just over this world, Lord, there's so much hatred. And Lord, I ask that my listeners feel loved in this space that they don't feel pressured, that they don't feel hurt, that they don't feel judgment, but Lord, that they feel loved when they enter into the space and listen to this voice of mine that you have given me. And Lord, I ask that you continue to protect every single one of us on this planet. Lord, you've given us the rules, you've given us the tools and everything we need to be successful. And Lord, I pray that Lord, that we'll be able to be successful human beings We'll be able to love on one another because we have you. And Lord, I ask that if someone here on this podcast doesn't know your love, doesn't feel it, that Lord, that they feel your love. That Lord, that they discover you, create a relationship with you, and accept you. And for those who have accepted you, Lord, we thank you that they are going to be in the family of God. And Lord, I ask that those 
who don't know you. That, Lord, that you will either use this podcast or a person in their life that knows you, truly knows you, and has a relationship with you to bring them to you, to speak the gospel to them. So, Lord, that they can know you, know the love that I'm talking about, know the peace, know your faithfulness, know your unconditional grace and mercy. And, Lord, I say thank you for everything that you have done, that you've done way from the beginning of time until this very moment on this very day. Lord, we ask these things in your precious son's name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. This is Phenomenally Purposeful You. And this is your girl Empress signing off. Until next time. Good night, guys.